Hello and welcome to a Camino del Alma Minute. My name is Ernie Vecchio, a trauma psychologist turned wisdom teacher that is hiking and biking across the United States to remind people that their inner lives matter. Hey guys, if you've been following my pilgrimage, then you're reading an evolving collection of insights on my website and my social media channels like Twitter Instagram, and Facebook. Much of what I'm sharing with you has come from self-inquiry, but largely from the inner examination of trauma with my patients. I hope you're noticing that the language of the soul, which is right brain specific, is very symbolic. It turns out to recover our spiritual identity, we must learn to understand this language. Most of us were taught in school that metaphors were poetic or rhetorical tools. Our inner lives matter because metaphor is how the soul observes and teaches us context. It does this by helping us to see the larger picture, something the ego is usually incapable of doing until it awakens, if ever. Everyone knows that a picture is worth a thousand words. Metaphor is why. There's a reason this form of communication stands out. The experts suggest that we use metaphors about every 25 words or so in a conversation. Some common examples include time as money, life as a journey, or a more elaborate example, their argument was so intense you could cut the air with a knife. Metaphor helps us feel as if we are in the experience someone is describing to us. That's why I thought it would be a valuable Camino Minute to remind people the effect metaphors have on our lives. They influence how we think and feel and are powerful tools in the hands of those looking to shape our beliefs and opinions. Did you know that when people are presented with adversity, how they describe their experiences profoundly affects their recovery or adjustment? For example, someone who describes trauma as taking them off at the knees versus it feels like a dam has burst, are taking two different paths to recovery. This difference dramatically affects their ideas and feelings of how to recover from the experience. Those who consider trauma removing their legs or foundation think adversity is a form of punishment and often feel guilty that they're letting others down. Those who consider trauma as emotionally bursting them think adversity can be handled with a patch, And life is an endurance test, where a break of any kind is a sign of weakness. These metaphors alone are the biggest distinction and length of recovery than any other factor in emotional healing. Metaphors are clearly more than just poetic tools. In fact, there's evidence that we think most concepts metaphorically. In other words, we don't simply communicate with metaphors, we think with them. This is because human beings learn best through their eyes, not their ears. If we can convert verbal information into pictures and images, we can better set them to memory. We may hear a concept when it's spoken, but it is remembered best when paired with an image. A lot of the time, this is happening out of our awareness. Spiritual folks tend to access metaphorical and symbolic examples to make sense of their existential place in the universe. For them, metaphors dramatically impact their perceptions in ways that have real-world consequences, inside and out. In the human condition, this is profoundly important to get. 
how we describe our beginnings is often framed in the which came first, the chicken or the egg metaphor. Few people catch the core question here. What's really being asked is which came first, the soul or the ego? Imagine the majority of people still live their lives as if the ego is first. Most religions in the Western world are still looking through this lens. While they're debating when, where, and who we are, they're spending little time on what and why. This is a spiritual void for many people. Inner Lives Matter teaches that as human beings, we are trapped in a psychological metaphor of ego versus embracing our spiritual origin. In answering the why question, we are either parasitical and amoral beings that need rules to govern us, or we're compassionate spiritual beings who have a reciprocal and ethical relationship with life. What I love about this discussion is that today we no longer have to use a metaphor to describe the soul. Science indicates we enter this existence as a burst of light and a hopeful expectation for the future. Predating the human ego by at least two years, we are intelligent, animated, and by design, spiritual beings pushing forward to be our fullest selves. While all the self-correction is about the ego in life, the soul just needs the freedom to be. See you on the trail. Thank you for listening to Camino del Alma Minute. Again, my name is Ernie Vecchio, a trauma psychologist and wisdom teacher that has created a context for your adversity that once you understand it will absolutely change your life. You can follow my pilgrimage as I continue to cross the country at both ErnieVecchio.com and InnerLivesMatter.com. Hope to see you on the trail. Mm-hmm.